Good morning or good afternoon and welcome to Captain Cambino's Cabana. Yep, he's back. Uh, it's Saturday, July 29th, 2023. The captain's been away for a little while, a uh, little hiatus. Had to take care of some business. So uh, it's just, it's been a while. You know, it hit me this morning. I was like, you know what? I, I got to get back. I got to get back on the mic. So uh, I just, I'm working on some things behind the scenes and that's why I've been incognito and uh, just had some things going on. So uh, work, you know, life happens and things happen. So you just have to deal with it. So that's what the captain's been doing. I'm still not really a captain, but I'm still here. So permission to come aboard and welcome. It's a beautiful day. It is the last weekend in July of the year 2023. So um, I was thinking about it yesterday and how uh, you reflect back in high school about getting ready for football season. That's right, it's right around the corner, football season. And that's my sanity, you know, that uh, keeps me going. It gives me something to look forward to. I know that sounds sad, but, or not really sad, but you know, there should be other things you can look forward to, but football season, you know, uh, I, God bless it. You know, thank God for football because I, uh, it's my favorite sport and I love it and I'm looking forward to it and um, just, just excited. So, and just leaving, when I was leaving work the other day, just thinking about, you know, getting prepped for two a days and how I used to train in high school and, you know, and just the smell of the fresh cut, freshly cut grass and just that, that when you get out there, the, the dew, and you just on the on the field and the grass and you're just like oh god this is it we're back you know it's just you get that feeling and you, dr you dread the workouts everybody does you know it's like ah oh, come on let's hit some people and uh let's uh let's play some football and so that's what i miss you know just that getting out there and just getting after it and it was awesome we'll get to that a little bit later i wanted to uh first of all kick off again with the podcast here at captain cambino's cabana i want to say thank you to all of our troops overseas all over the United States of America, the globe. Thank you for all, all of you, servicemen and women, for taking care of us, keeping us safe daily. God bless you and your families. Hope you come home soon. We love you. We support you. All law enforcement, uh, servicemen and women, first responders, all of you, thank you so very much for all you do. You, do, you deserve more than you get credit for. Thank you for all that you do. We love you. We support you. Hang in there. The captain supports you. Um, Coast Guard, everybody. Um, just um, got all stick together and uh, the captain is a big advocate for the National Rifle Association and I'm firm believer in the Second Amendment so we must never let that pass never let that die excuse me always um, always support the Second Amendment and uh, the right to bear arms um, also I'm gonna add another to the list you know it's like uh, it's just things I believe in strongly in and this has kind of bugged me lately and after seeing it on you see it on TV and the news and social media. It's just a bunch of bullshit. I'm tired of it. Uh, we've got to protect women's sports. It is just, it's getting out of hand. And this this whole, uh, I'm not going to get into it. I mean, I can I do consider this a probably somewhat a political issue, but not entirely. But maybe some people do. That's just my opinion. I hate politics. Politics suck. So I just, I'm never going to talk about it. But this is the one thing I'm going to say. Uh, biological males should not be changing and dressing in women's locker room in biological women's locker rooms it's just wrong it's it's pathetic it's just it's immoral it's not right so uh, we've got to stop this and protect women's sports no matter what and 
I add my voice to the rest of them, and I'm, I'm not here to be an activist or anything. I think that I'm tired of that shit too. Um, but just the, um, I think we all are, but we've got to stand and protect women's sports. It's not right. So they, um, it's, they just, they shouldn't be going through this. So, uh, all the women out there, I respect you and, um, God bless you and hang in there. This fight's not over. So I just wanted to make that be known because I think a lot of us, a lot of us Americans are getting tired of it and it's just, it's got to stop. So. Anyway, thank you for that, and um, I wanted to um, talk about the last time. Like I said, it's been it's been probably a month since I've been on the mic, and again, the captain's been busy. You know, just I've got some work work stuff's been crazy. I've been working a lot of overtime, and just stuff happens. You know, you got to deal with it uh, in real life. Which <laughs> in my real life, <laughs> this is real life, but you know what I mean. Like I'm a I'm a computer guru a nerd I guess I'm a nerd and uh, pretty proud of it so yeah I'm a geek and uh, I've uh, I'm a, I'm take a handle support at FedEx and I just I love my job and but just it's been really busy very busy lately so a lot going on and people are starting to come back to work which is starting to be basically affecting all over the country not not just here but probably other companies too but people are coming back to work and we're having to deal with that and then you but it also kind of feels like a back to school kind of thing it's like okay you got you got your um, you, you get you get paid you get you get money to buy you some school clothes and get you some uh, pens and pencils and erasers you get your trapper keepers <laughs> man i miss those trapper keepers back in the day those are awesome um but yeah so it's like people are coming back to work it's like coming back to school we got to get prepped for them it's like okay you're going to sit here here's your assigned seat <laughs> it is it's kind of like that it's like everybody's got their cubes and it's like they've never been to an office before it's kind of strange so we're prepping for that just a lot going on and not just work but some personal things i've been working on and other goals sometimes you got to take a little break and i've been working on that i've been trying to also making some changes to the cabana to to the for the podcast i'm coming up i'm hoping uh by september i'll have some changes in place and concrete and uh, get that baby rolling. So exciting changes on the way. I'm, I'm hoping uh, it'll pan out, so we'll see, um, and take off. So I'm looking forward to it, and uh, I'll keep you posted. Just I'm working on a, you know, when you're a one-man show, it's, um, you, you know, you get stretched pretty thin, and I'm not thin by any means. So anyway, um, <laughs> man, I'm just, it's just good to be alive. You know, it's just a beautiful, beautiful weekend, summer, it's hot. Um, I've got a cool 67 degrees here at the Cabana, just enjoying it. It's a beautiful day. Let's have some fun. So as Bob Ross would say, let's just get crazy. So <laughs> uh, let's mix up a bunch of paint here and see what happens. <laughs> um, summertime, it's, uh, we're turning that corner, you know. Um, football season's around the corners, back to school's coming, coming up. Um, I wanted to backtrack uh, to a few uh, recent summers. There's some things I forgot to tell you. I wanted to tell you a couple stories here. So um, it was 2009. I went to a, um, a wedding in Baton Rouge. And I was living in Arkansas at the time. I probably could have drove. And I just didn't, didn't want to, I guess, just at the time. And uh, so I remember taking a flight uh, from Little Rock to Dallas and then Dallas to Baton Rouge. So um, and the same thing back, Baton Rouge to 
Dallas and back to Little Rock. Well, when I was coming home, uh, when I was flying back from Baton Rouge to Dallas, I, I, I should have told this last time, but I'm glad I saved it, but it was an interesting story. Um, I sat next to this redhead, uh, beautiful redhead, and uh, headed back to Dallas. And we got to chatting a little bit when it was midair, you know, waited a little while, just uh, I think she was kind of relaxing or sleeping or whatever. And we, we just started, just kind of made an icebreaker, but I don't even remember what I said, but we got to talking and we got to ask about what she was doing for what we do for a living. And I said, well, I'm in grad school and, but I'm, I work as a computer tech, yada, yada. And, and she said she was a performer. I said, well, what kind of performer? She goes, well, I'm, it's adult. I was like, oh, okay. And, but she also was doing some like, uh, private performances. Like, uh, she got involved with, uh, I, I don't know how you call that stuff. Like, uh, um, I guess private entertainment or like an escort. I have no idea. I don't really remember. But, um, but what she previously did, I was like, yep, I, I know what that means. <laughs> so, uh, I was sitting next to a former porn star and uh, her name is Payson. Uh, go ahead. If you want to look her up, yeah. Payson, just think of Jason, but Payson, P-A-S-O-N. So, um, you can just Google it. She's out there. And what's funny is she's from Tennessee. She's like from outside of Nashville or Knoxville, something like that. And she gave me her business card and she was nude on the business card. Now you couldn't see everything, but it was, you, you know what I mean? And I was just, I had to take a double, I did a double take. I was like, Oh, okay. And uh, she gave me her card. I, I, I kept it for a while, but I don't know what I did with it. I lost it or something, but I, I remember her and, uh, we were Facebook friends for a while. This was, gosh, like I said, 2009, 2010. I kept up with her a couple of years. You know, that was it. But I, I haven't talked to her in more than 10 years. But um, I did. I met, I met a former porn star. Sat on the, sat right next to her on the flight, and we didn't talk about anything like that. But we, <laughs> we talked, just talked about you know future and goals and things we wanted to do, things like that. So she was very, she was really cool. And she just, but I don't think she got along with her parents. She like, she doesn't talk to her folks anymore or something like that. So she kind of was a rebellious girl and just took off to LA. And, uh, I was like, wow, you know, uh, do what you got to do. Yeah. So I remember asking her if she wanted to have a drink when we get back to the Dallas airport, cause I had a layover and, and she said, no, I've got to get to my flight. I gotta, I have a quick turnaround to LA. And I said, okay, well, I appreciate, you know, she, she was thankful and thoughtful. She was like, that's thoughtful. No big deal. I appreciate it. I was like, yeah, no problem, just friendly gesture. But yeah, so I, I did. I, um, I mean, I, it wasn't a uh, Jenna Jameson, but it was, <laughs> it was a former porn star named Payson. I did share a flight with her, flight, uh, right next, sat right next to her. So, anyway, interesting story. But um, you know, look her up. All right, moving on. So um, let's see. I was going I think I got up to the last time we were talking about summers, summer of 2010. Um, I may have already said this or not. I don't forgive me. The captain, you know, I'm in and out sometimes. So, um, uh, yeah, I think I did talk about her. Uh, yeah, Amy Ogden. Yep, we've already talked about that. Forgive me. So, moving on. Um, summer of 2011, I remember moving back to Mississippi. Uh, I moved back to Oxford and uh, started up a business. That's where I started up the computer business. And just kind of got reacclimated with a lot of people back down there, and uh, so that that was not much of a summer there. I mean, I just I was working a lot, trying to promote myself, and um, 
so it was it was okay you know not the best summer but um 2012 2012 was good um i remember taking a trip uh around late july to uh turks and caicos i went to an adults only resort uh it's called club med i'm not sure a lot of people have heard of club med and um i remember uh taking a flight we were flying down to miami memphis to miami and that was my first time in the miami airport um well, first time, excuse me, first time in Miami airport since 1999. Remember, my dad and I flew down for a Dolphins game in 99, and we went nonstop Memphis to Miami. Um, whole, completely different airport. I prefer Fort Lauderdale if you're flying down south, down south Florida. Fly through Fort Lauderdale. It's much cleaner, uh, nicer people, and uh, you can actually understand what they're saying. So just uh, don't mean that to be rude, but it's the truth. <laughs> so uh, Fort Lauderdale, much nicer airport. Uh, Miami is okay. It's just uh, so big, you know, they're expanding all the time. Um, but anyway, um, so anyway, 2012 is the first time I fl uh, flew down to Miami in 13 years. And I remember buying a, uh, uh, buying some sunglasses in the sunglass shop. And I was just like, well, these are awesome. Arnett's, Arnett's are some really cool sunglasses. I don't have any more. I wish I did. But those things, they're expensive, but they're, they're badass. So if you're looking for a new pair of sunglasses, uh, I'll be your marketing agent. Go get some Arnett's. So those are those are awesome. But um, anyway, uh, that that I took a flight from Miami to Turks and Caicos, and Turks and Caicos. It was such a beautiful. I mean, the the, the whole flight, maybe an hour, hour and a half, and you're just it's nothing but water, and you can. I mean, it's just it was awesome. One of the best flights I ever had. And I remember talking to this girl next to me from Texas, and um, I can't remember her name, but she was she was cool. Um, she was going to the same place, but meeting somebody, meeting some other friends, but she was staying in a different location, and I asked her if she wanted to meet up. But, you know, down there, your cell phone, I didn't prepare for the international stuff, so I couldn't really text or do anything, so all I had was Facebook. So, um, I, but I didn't really check my phone, whatever. So that's the whole point, I guess. If you want to take some photos, that's different. But um, I, didn't, I didn't check my phone, didn't care. But I stayed, I stayed a week or maybe five days something like that but man it was it was awesome um club med had your own cabana literally and it was it was great it was um late july and i remember uh, meeting this woman from hartford connecticut it was renee and uh divorced took two kids uh we spent a lot of time together she was cool uh we had some fun um cool lady i haven't spoken to her since i don't even know her last name don't have her phone number whatever so uh renee wherever you are i hope you're doing well so <laughs> that's random but um i but i met i met this group of got this group of this big group from new york city uh jersey area and they were all either dating or friends it was a group of girls and guys and i don't remember all their names but one of them's name was david guthrie and he works for a uh, city Citibank in new york city and He's just that, you know, the East Coast guy, you know, got the accent, just a, just a cool guy. And actually, when I met him there, and then I saw him again for my 40th birthday when I went up to New York City. Anyway, um, great guy. Well, that's where I got the whole phrase was coming in hot. So this guy bought shots for everybody. We're at the pool. And this, I got to hanging out with all the guys. I got to meet him, and we're all hanging out. And he buys shots, and it's just a tray full of shots. It looked like 100 shots. I'm not kidding. 
So he's coming out. He's like, coming in hot, coming in hot. So just it just kind of clicked. I was like, I'm going to start using that. <laughs> so every time I would take a shot, be like, coming in hot. So, <laughs> but it was it was great. They had a bunch of most of them. I mean, just funny people, cool people. We all had a blast. And like I said, it was most of them. Um, I don't know, they had four or five girls, four or five guys. They were all, some of them were dating, some were just, they were all friends, you know, something. But it was it was great. Had such a blast with those guys. And they all called me Cambino, so it was it was great. And I remember doing a cannonball, or excuse me, a belly flop off of the uh, side of the pool. Because there was a hot, there was like a small pool to the right. There, of course, they had the pool. Okay. So it was a pretty big pool. And then on the right side, they had a, a smaller pool where you can play volleyball. So, just the right size, I guess, if you were doing regulation crap, whatever. But then right to the, a uh, little further away was the lifeguard. I mean, we're freaking adults here, you know? We're not going to try to, I'm not going to try to do a backflip. I mean, I, I, I could never do that, but uh, maybe off a high rise. But <laughs> I, did a, I did a belly flop off the side of the pool, and he got onto me. I was like, D- you know where we are. This is the adults-only resort. We're pretty much in international waters almost. I mean, like, wh- wh- who gives a shit? So <laughs> was, everybody was booing, like, the lifeguard. Like, they, all my, the guys from New York, like, boo. And they were just, <laughs> I've got a picture of it. I'll, I'll post it if I can find it. And uh, as you can only see the water go up, but you can see the guys from New York in the background just going nuts, like, yeah, you know. It was, it was awesome. But everybody loved it. Even other people sitting around, you know, by the pool, but the lifeguard ruined it. He was just like, hey, no more, no more. He was Jamaican, I think. And I was just like, come on, dude, chill out. We're, we're freaking adults. There's no kids here. Get, get the daddy. Get out of here. <laughs> but it was just like, whatever, dude. You ruined it. So, yeah, that was, uh, that was a fun that was a fun trip right there. I had a, had a blast. Uh, it was hot. The air conditioner didn't work too well in the cabana. Uh, but I remember... Uh, all I had was, I didn't have an iPod or anything back then, and I didn't, um, I didn't have an iPhone. So it was the uh, this before I got the iPhone. I had, I still had an Android, and I didn't know how to. I mean, I didn't add any, have any music on there. I just didn't. You know, you can't put iTunes music on a on an Android. So I don't know. I just didn't have any music on my phone. So I had an iPad and I had a couple songs on there. I remember jamming out to the Who, Eminence Front. I mean, just that's all I had. I was like, the only songs I wanted to put on there. I was like, nah, this is all I want. I was, you know, that was weird. I just didn't have a lot of music, but um, that's I took my iPad everywhere, and uh, but that was um, that was a great trip. Um, I met a lot of a. Uh, I, I had I spent time with a, a few women, um, hooked up with a couple girls here and there. So it was it was fun. You know, that's the whole point. It's a singles. It's a singles resort. It's adults only resort. The food was phenomenal. Uh, basically, stayed on the you know on the island right there the, at the Club Med because it was kind of an impoverished area uh, in certain places if you drove away or if you walked. So I was like, yeah, I'll stay right here. I don't know where I'm going. So, but um, had a blast. Summer 2012, that was fun. Um, also known as the Summer of D. So anyway, um, but yeah, this is, um, it, it, was, it was fun. It was just one, a great trip, beautiful weather. Uh, met lots of really cool people and I met this one girl uh this is it's one of those you kind of like you feel but you look back and you're like man you know what I wish I'd have gotten to know her or I wish I'd have spent time with her you ever you ever wonder like like in the movies where you um let, let's say if, if Clark Griswold 
wasn't married, and he ended up with Christy Brinkley. Because remember how he saw her at different times throughout the movie. What if Clark wasn't married? Obviously, he would he would have hung out with her, got to know her. Who knows? I saw a girl. She didn't look anything like Christy Brinkley. Let's put it that way. But I saw a girl. I think her name was Elizabeth. I don't. I'm not exactly sure. But uh, I think she was from uh, Pennsylvania, Delaware, something like that. I don't really remember. She was she was nice. She was pretty. She was very sweet. And she was just laid back, down to earth type of girl. She was really cool. And I, got, I remember like we were all getting our bags one day, I think. And we all happened to get at the same time, which kind of made comments, you know, small talk here and there. And, and um, you know, I don't know how we met, but I, I really don't remember how we met. But I just remember talking to her. And then I'd see her again a couple of days later. She goes, hey, Cameron. I was just like, hey, Elizabeth, how are you? You know, and just, how's it going? Are you enjoying yourself? Yada, yada. And. You know, I just remember, I asked her, I said, you want to get a drink later? He goes, yeah, maybe I'll see you around. Like, it just, it almost like it was just like, man, you know what? It didn't click. It wasn't meant to be, but I felt like it could have been. It's always that one little, that one situation where you meet somebody, it's like, man, you know what? She was, she was cool. Well, I mean, man, I wish I'd have gotten to know her. And it, just, it, it bugged me for a while. So I was like, man, where is she? I don't see her. So there was one night I was, I was looking out for her and I didn't see her. It wasn't there. It wasn't meant to be. But it was just one of those, it's like, damn it, you know, why does this stuff happen? <laughs> so she was, she was gorgeous. I mean, she wasn't, but to me, she was gorgeous. I mean, she wasn't maybe to others, but not a knockout or anything, but she was very pretty, very attractive. And it just, it didn't happen. But I would see her random times. And she's like, I think I'm going to take a nap. You know, I'd see her during the day somewhere. She was doing some snorkeling. And I was like, man, you know what? What? That's a, I missed her again, you know? And it's just one of those things. I feel like it's a missed opportunity, you know? But uh, that stuff, little stuff like that kind of bothers me because I feel like I might have, you know, what if she was the one, you know? I'm not saying that's completely true, but, you know, what, what if? Um, so, anyway, it's, uh, it was unusual, but that stuff doesn't always happen to me. But um, whatever. Like, that's life. So, um, but that trip was just, was awesome. And I remember... That was a that was a long flight back though. It flew back to Charlotte. Uh, that's the first time I ever went through customs too. Um, no, I'll take that back. 1998, I went through went through customs. We took our high school crew, senior cruise. So we went through Puerto Rico, uh, San Juan. So yeah, that was a, so second time I went through customs, and uh, it was it was pretty cool. It's a little different. They you know they check everything. And they're like, what, what are you what were you, what were you doing? Where, why were you here? And it was like vacation. So, <laughs> but um, anyway, you know, they, they got to do what they got to do. So uh, um, it, it was it was awesome. Just an awesome trip. I'm sorry. I know I'm rambling here. I don't mean to trying to find the right words. But again, it's just all about chill here at the Cabana. Uh, entertainment therapy. So, but that flight back to Charlotte felt like it took forever. And it was just nothing but water for like a couple hours. And that's all you could see. And, um, but anyway, uh, that was, that was awesome. Um, one of the best, best trips I ever had summer 12. And, uh, a lot of people didn't hear from me for a while cause I wasn't on Facebook. So they were like, man, where's Cambino? I haven't, where is he? I haven't seen him. And they were like, yeah, I'm all concerned. And then they were like, oh yeah, I've been, I've been in Turks and Caicos. And <laughs> so it was like, you go off the grid for a while, you know? And, um, 
but anyway, so uh, moving on to uh, summer of 2013. Uh, this is this was an interesting one. This is an interesting trip to say the you know to say the least. Um, I uh, took a road trip with Lee Harris and Sam Craig, and we uh, Sam drove his car. We we drove we drove to Gulf Shores, Perdido Key, Florida, and Orange Beach, whatever. That was uh, July 2013. It's been 10 years. Yeah. So, um, man, that was uh, that was quite an experience. Uh, Lee had booked a condo uh, that had like a this huge pool, and I remember we bought like a raft where we played uh, 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 flip cup and then uh, you know um, beer pong. You name it. I mean, it was. We had a raft just for that that had the holes in it. It was awesome. And I'm thinking somebody got somebody reported us saying, you know, and they made us take it out. I was like, this is bullshit. Why is why do people have to be like that? Somebody Karen's around, male and female. And but it, it was awesome. We had some, so I was just chilling by the pool. But um, uh, that was that trip. I think one day we were at the pool and we just got absolutely hammered. And uh, <laughs> man, I'm kind of embarrassed because I don't want my mom to hear this, my, my, my parents, but you know, it is what it is. But apparently I got so wasted, I shit myself at the pool. And uh, Andy Harris, Lee's brother, flew in from Dallas to meet us. And luckily I didn't get it in the pool, but it was like, it was outside the pool and it was kind of running, you know, down my legs. And Andy's like, get your ass to that ocean right now. <laughs> Luckily, I think only a few people saw it, but it wasn't like it didn't cause like a chaos, like Caddyshack, you know, in the pool, duty, you know, or uh, Eddie Murphy, somebody shit the pool, I gotta clean the pool, you know. <laughs> so nothing like that happened, thankfully. So Andy found a, apparently found a hose and cleaned it up, and we were okay. And but I, so I, I ran to the ocean, and I'm still apparently I'm hammered, and I don't remember. So that's how bad it was. Or that's, I mean, that's how fun it was, whatever. <laughs> so I remember Sam Craig says when I was coming back from the ocean that I kept, it's like I was running and in, walking into invisible walls and just getting, falling down. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> he says he wished he had it on camera, but he says he'll never forget that experience, that just the viewing experience of Camino walking back from the ocean <laughs> on the sand can't stand up and he keeps falling down <laughs> that's that's how drunk i was so it was uh, i'm telling you <laughs> that i mean i'm glad luckily we were not kicked out so that was i mean we i mean because that that's yeah that's that's nasty so i apologize but you know hey we're, we're not perfect so we all have flaws but that night we, we you know we kept going to the floor bamba throughout the week and that night we went back and um we, you know, they had that, the floor of Amba, they got that uh, ring toss game. And where you, you know, uh, the ring will, will swing and you get it on the hook. Great game. Well, this is pretty big ring, you know, on that at the floor of Amba where they have it. And you just let it fly and see what happens. And we played that and just got, started drinking again, had a, had a blast and met these group of girls. And one of them was from Memphis. And I ended up going with her and we went to the beach and, you know, we fooled around, had some fun, and uh, took her back to the condo. 
and we uh, we <laughs> well basically we're we're in bed and uh, it's late and then Lee and Sam <laughs> finally get back to the condo and they were going to mess around and you know try to shave my head or do something they, you know Lee was talking like almost shave your head Gambino and all that they were just being you know guys being guys and well I'm in the I'm in there with the girl and. They were like, oh, shit. Sam's like, oh, my God. And then Sam gets down and starts like, you know, Wayne's World. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. And he's, and then I was like, guys. And then Lee comes in and is like, hey, oh, man, Bambino, look at you. And I was like, guys, please, a little privacy? Come on. And and it, <laughs> they ended up leaving. But the next day, we were driving back, and Sam's like, I, I tell you what, I have never, ever, ever in my life met anybody that gets hammered and shits himself by the pool and still gets gets laid the same day. <laughs> I said, yeah, um, I, I guess that's a first. So, yeah, that was an interesting trip. Luckily, we did not get kicked out, but it was one for the books. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so forgive me for that. It's a little, little, little gross there, but you know what? Dell with it. It was it's my life. So it was uh, it was a great trip. It was awesome. And like Sam Craig says, it was a great vacation. We made great time. <laughs> oh, we're making great time. <laughs> but that was 10 years ago, yeah. And uh, there's people that still uh, said, hey, it could be worse. You could be Cambino here and shit, shit himself, you know. <laughs> Don't even know that you're shitting yourself, you know. <laughs> oh, man. Laughter. You got to have it. So anyway, folks, um, <laughs> hey, um, I understand if you don't want to listen to the podcast anymore. So, anyway, um, but <laughs> hey, that's life, man. There's probably worse stories out there. So, anyway, that's mine for one summer. One of the best trips ever. The Florabama, awesome, awesome place. Mustache the band actually played that weekend too. So that's part of the reason we went down. And uh, you know, guys from Oxford. And so we had a, there was actually a lot of people from Oxford that were there too. So that was fun. It was a really great trip. Uh, one of the best summers ever, 2013. So, yeah. Um, let's see. So, yeah, that was, uh, there's that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, summertime, 2014. Let's see. Yeah, we went back. It wasn't the same. You know, we took kind of did a repeat trip, but it wasn't really as the same as it was the year before. It was fun, but uh, a little different. Um but it was just just to, to see the beach, you know, the ocean is always, you know, the solitude, the serenity of the ocean is always important to me. Um, I'm sure important to a lot of people. It's just that, you know, the vast array of, you know, almost endlessness because, like, that's what I love. That's what's so intriguing about the ocean. It's like you don't know where it stops or where it starts when the sky meets the water, kind of like Forrest Gump when he's running and he sees that sunset, you know, where the – uh, this the, the sky and the earth began or something how it all met you don't know which is which and um, and it's just it's beautiful that's what this that's you know the natural part of the world is that that we I think we take for granted is the what God created and it's beautiful that's what I love about the water and it's just that serenity and you know I was reading something about the other day about people with boats a lot of women love guys that have boats they only want to take advantage of the guy or date the guy because he has a boat and I was like, well, that's not right 
you know, if I had a boat, I wouldn't care about having the right girl or anything like that. I want the water. I just want to be out there and enjoy it. I want to experience everything about it. That's the best part about hopefully one day being a captain is to experience it. Life's about experiences. Because if you see those, and I know I'm jumping around here, but there's there's pictures out there. It's almost, I think it was uh, Michael Jordan's, or no, not Jordan, LeBron. Uh, I guess when he was shooting a game-winning shot, there was cameras. Everybody on their iPhone taking pictures, and this one person was just watching. That's that that person is in the moment. You could take the photo and say, "Yeah, I was there," but did you really? Like, I think it's a huge difference, a world of difference, if you're just there to experience it. That's why I miss the '90s and the '80s because we didn't have that. We didn't have camera phones. We didn't have iPhones to take it all in, record everything. Take in that moment. It is so worth it. And that's why when I was in my trip, when I was in Chicago recently, that the Sears Tower, Willis Tower, whatever, I mean, being up that high, yeah, I took a lot of photos, of course. But, I mean, you've got to stop and just take it all in. That's the best, that's the most important part. Experience that moment because you'll never forget it. It's tattooed in your brain, tattooed in your, in your memory. That's the whole point. Taking photos, do it all you want, sure. Um, but I mean, being in that moment and experiencing it, savoring it, that's the best part. That's what I feel people don't, so a lot of people don't understand. They gotta have that perfect selfie, that perfect photo. Sorry, you're not gonna get it. It's just, it's taking it in, taking that moment. And that's what I feel like is very important, no doubt. So, uh, and I don't know where I was really going with that. I know I kind of jumped jump ship there, but um, that uh, the ocean, you know, people can take photos of the ocean and post it on Instagram all day and say, oh, uh, liquid heaven, you know? I'm like, yeah, we've all done that, but, you know, enjoy it. Take, take it in and experience that emotion, that, that thrill of being on the water. And that's what, that's what I love about it. That's why I got hooked on the boats is just I want to be a captain one day if I'm going to start a charter service and make you know have people experience the the solitude the serenity of the ocean the beauty of it and it, you know this is God's work this is what's amazing about that's what I love about it so anyway I know I've, I've you know rambled on about that but that's that's just how I feel so uh anyway that's uh that's what it's all about, folks. Summertime, we're turning that corner. And uh, we're getting close to football season. I know I mentioned that. I'm like, oh, yeah, I got another story here. So I was thinking about this the other day. Um, forgive me for rambling. I'm just excited to be back here in the cabana. Um, lately, I've had a lot of dreams. My, my dreams lately are weird. We all have weird dreams. We all know that. But I've, I've got a lot of... Uh, like stuff from high school that kind of comes back and it, it enters my mind or I, I haven't let it let go or stuff like that. I have, you know, it's tough to holding on to the past for me. Sometimes it's, it's difficult. There's certain things that, you know, are kind of dear to me or I just haven't, just haven't let go yet. And I'm, I struggle with that and there's worse things to struggle with, but um, there's a couple of people from my past that, you know, 
I may have not made amends with or don't want to or just hasn't happened yet, whatever. I don't know what's going to happen. But um, I had a friend from high school, junior high, college for a while, long, long-time friend. And, you know, a couple of them, actually a few of them, made comments in the past about uh, me committing suicide. And that pissed me off. And um, I, I know we're taking a big turn here, so bear with me. But there was a time when I had a crush on a girl in seventh grade, and I, I got I got made fun of because of it, because they said that I uh, uh, would look at her like a stalker or like a rapist and things like that. I was like, I didn't like that at all. And I, I was only 13, but I, I knew what that shit meant. And that that's not right. That's not that's not me. And then, uh, you know, one time a guy made a comment about, you know, oh, oh, Cameron, don't don't put us on a list or anything and come back in 30 years and try to kill us or kill yourself. And I was just like, man, you motherfucker. Excuse my language. But yeah, that's that's the kind of guy people I went to school with. And then another friend recently was uh, concerned about my well-being and saying that, you know, I'm just worried that Cameron, you know, he's not going to find happiness. He's going to kill himself. And I'm like, Jesus, like, do y'all have any confidence at all in, in me? And I'm just like, any any type of trust and I was like you know what I don't need y'all and that's that's kind of what I dealt with through high school and junior high that's how the, their mindset was it was disturbing but they thought I was disturbing I was like man we were just kids we we're high school kids we don't know what the hell we're doing and it just it bothered me and it still bothers me a little bit I only have a handful of friends I talk to from high school it's not those people I was talking about. I'm not going to drop any names, but y'all know who you are. And, and it's just not right. It's wrong. And, I, I, you know, to say that about somebody, um, I think it's disrespectful. And I don't, I don't care for it. I don't care for those people. I don't hate them. Hate's a strong word. It's not right. And, but I, I don't have anything to do with them. Don't have to. So uh, that's America. You don't have to help anybody. Mind your own business if you want to. That's fine. But, you know, they need to really kind of rethink a few things. And I just, I just, whoever, you know who you are out there and, you know, get your shit in order. I got mine in order. And, you know, I don't have that mentality, so you can kiss my ass. But I know there's one girl in particular I had a crush on in seventh grade and it went through high, through at least 10th grade. And, uh, you know, it was, we're, we're high school, junior high. We, we don't know shit. I mean, we're not there yet, you know? You can have a crush. You can have these feelings. It happens. But, you know, to be ridiculed because I had a crush on somebody, it's pathetic. It's childish. And, you know, I just, I don't understand it. Like, you know, I, I've moved on from that. But I remember seeing her at a wedding, or a friend's wedding in 2011. I mean, I'm, I'm 32 years old, and she still gave me that look. And I was like, fuck you. I'm sorry. Forgive me uh, dropping an F-bomb there, but it's the truth. I, I was so pissed that she gave me that look. I was like, I'm, I'm 32 years old. You're, you're, we're the same age. What is wrong with you? I haven't done anything. I haven't talked to you in years, and you're still giving me that face. And I was just like, damn, what is wrong with people? It's trying to be a gentleman. And, you know, no, not good enough. Being a gentleman is not good enough. Well, bitch, you're wrong. So <laughs> I'm a gentleman always. And 
you know, that's just, that's the kind of, and I know I've uh, shuffled the subject around here and that was, I know that's a random topic, but it bothers me a little bit. It's been in my mind lately and I've, I've made my peace with it. I've, I've got a new set of friends. I'm like John McClane and Die Hard. I got enough friends. I'm good. So, but that, that's the kind of shit I used to deal with. And, you know, I'm just, I don't deal with it anymore, but it's just, I wanted to let that out. It feels good to let it out and to let that be known. Entertainment therapy. Because, you know, you don't need that in your life. And it's not right. And I've got a handful of friends I went to high school with, literally a handful of friends. And they're cool as shit. I love them. And we, uh, we stay in touch. So I think that's great. And the rest of them, hey, you know what? Figure your shit out. Keep me the hell out of it. So anyway, that's how I feel about that. Um, I don't. I didn't care for the comments, but you know that's uh, that they made towards me. But you know what? That's that's on them. So you go figure out your life. I'll deal. The captain will take care of his own business. You you take care of yours. So anyway, that's the thing. You know, a bunch of pansies. Get out of my face. But you know what? We are moving on. And it's we're we're cutting we're, we're turning that corner. That's what I love about the end of summer, end of July. You're turning that corner. You got two a days. You got football practice. Training camp starts tomorrow for the Miami Dolphins. NFL training camps, all of them are coming around. Preseason football, college football is literally less than a month away. August twenty sixth, we've got about eight games on the slate, so it's going to be awesome. And speaking of that, um, any. Uh, Gamblers out there, you know, gambling, if you have a problem, obviously seek help. But if, uh, if you do it just for fun, uh, there's uh, some great uh, sportsbook apps, FanDuel, BetMGM, and Barstool Sportsbook. Be sure to check those out. I, uh, they're, they're very interactive and easy to use, so uh, check them out. I, I prefer FanDuel, you know, but um, just, that's, that's just my deal. But uh, Barstool's got some great stuff, too. And uh, God bless Dave Portnoy. I mean, I, he's, he's a... I, I consider him a, a, a role model, maybe not a not an idol, but somebody I admire, I look up to. I was like, because I, I mean, the guy's got it made, and I just I would love to meet him one day, and just shoot the shit and have a beer, and maybe do a pizza review. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Dave Portnoy, if you're out there listening, uh, we don't deserve you. Thank you for all that you do, and you need to come to Oxford, Mississippi, and go to Funky's and do a pizza review. That would be awesome. Maybe put that on your list, sir. One bite. Everybody knows the rules. <laughs> but, um, oh, yeah, so Hall of Fame, NFL Hall of Fame is coming up. Uh, I think a couple weeks, maybe less, I'm not sure. But I was talking to my buddy Todd Wade, uh, who played for the Ole Miss Rebels and the Miami Dolphins and the Houston Texans and the Washington Redskins. And uh, he's good friends with uh, Zach Thomas. Zach Thomas played for the Miami Dolphins from 1996 to 2007. And he was the best linebacker I've ever seen. And he's just just uh, so much fun to watch. The guy was, I mean, an addict. And he, of a linebacker, I mean, the, the, an addict to being a linebacker, that's what I meant. <laughs> just all over the place, Zach Thomas. Awesome, I just miss watching him. He and Jason Taylor and those late 90s, early 2000 seasons were just phenomenal. I didn't care if they didn't make it to the playoffs, whatever. It was just you knew if it was in hot in South Florida, Zach Thomas going to be all over that football. So uh, there's a really cool picture. I'll try to I'll find it. I'll post it. It's of uh, Zach Thomas' first year in 96 training camp. 
and he's down doing, I guess I think they're doing uh, uh, belly flops or uh, popcorn drills. And Jimmy Johnson's right behind him just yelling and just like, it's just a great photo. Because Jimmy Johnson, if it weren't for Jimmy Johnson, we wouldn't have got Zach Thomas so and Jason Taylor. So God bless Coach Johnson. Anyway, so Zach Thomas is going to the Hall of Fame. Todd Wade said he's going to make the trip to Canton. And Canton's a great place. I've been there. It's awesome. Uh, but Zach Thomas, uh, I've met Zach Thomas. I met him 20 years ago. So it was September of 03. So a lot of you remember the Ole Miss-Texas Tech game from 2003. Uh, it was a shootout. So it was Eli Manning's senior year. Uh, it was my senior year as well at Ole Miss. I worked in the I worked in the skyboxes. I was I did like catering events and uh, plus it looked good on my resume and it was for school. Like I needed it as like a credit for class and everything that that senior year. And plus I got a ton of leftovers. There was, <laughs> there was so much food. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, that game it was Eli Manning and B.J. Simmons, the quarterback for Texas Tech. They put on a clinic. Mike Leach, rest in peace, was the head coach of Texas Tech at the time as well. And that game was phenomenal. Texas Tech won 49-45, but it was just such a great game. The total yards, I think it was like over 800. Uh, let me see here. I actually pulled it up. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, no, B.J. Simmons threw for 586. No, that's North Carolina the week before. Excuse me. Uh, no, he threw for over 600 yards. Jeez, I didn't realize it was that much. Uh, yeah, threw for over 600 yards, and I can't remember what Eli did. Uh, I'm looking, looking here. I don't see. Uh, Wes Welker was also in that game. That was just a just a great game to be a, be a part of. Um, but anyway, it was over a thousand yards of offense. I know that. It was just unbelievable. Such a such a great game, but. Uh, yeah, here we go. Team stats. Nope, nothing there. Okay, sorry. But, yeah, that, that game was phenomenal. Anyway, that was a great weekend. But I had a date the night before. So I was a senior. I had a date with this girl. She was a freshman. I don't even remember her name. I mean, but she was cool. It just didn't work out. But we're at Pearl Street Pasta. It's an old, uh, it was an old bar on the square, a really great place, very upscale. I, I it used to be Soul Shine Pizza, I think, too. But anyway, we're at Pearl Street Pasta on a, on a date, and I see Todd Wade come in. You can't miss Todd Wade. And then there was Zach Thomas. And being a Dolphins fan, I was like, holy shit, it's Zach Thomas. So I'm on a date with this girl. I ditch her, at the, at, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. She's like, what? It's, like, it's just Zach Thomas. He plays for the Dolphins. She's like, who? I said, just wait right here. <laughs> I left her there. Like, I was such a dick, you know. And I, I got up. To, I was like, oh, I was like, how you doing? Zach Thomas, Cameron Wilson, he goes, how you doing, Zach Thomas? And we're eye to eye, man. He's a short guy, but I mean, I'm, I'm short too, but not making fun. But I mean, it was just so cool to talk to him. Such a class act, great guy. And I, I knew Todd, but I think Todd, like, didn't really know me. We didn't know each other that well back then because he was, you know, he's with the, he's in the NFL. But he's like, how you doing, man, like that. And so, uh, but it was, but Todd, Zach Thomas was, we're just eye to eye. And just talking, was like, man, I'm so glad you guys finally – you know, took care of business with the, with the Jets. You know, that was a big win. He goes, oh man, we needed that, and it was just, it was just great to talk, like to talk football and be a class act and to be down to earth and not be a jerk or anything. You know, just it was their off weekend too, so that's how it all worked out. And Zach Thomas played college ball at Texas Tech, so it was actually a pretty cool little homecoming for him. And 
but it was just so cool, just a great guy. And I mean, I, I wish I, I wish I got, I did, I do have an, I did have an autograph. I still have it, but it was on a napkin. That's all I could do. There was no camera phones back then, so I didn't, whatever. But um, but I got to meet him. It was a great experience. Again, all about the moment, taking in the moment, and that's what it was. And it was it was awesome. So Zach Thomas, God bless you. Thank you for your years with the Dolphins, and can't wait to see you get inducted to the Hall of Fame. You deserve it. So anyway, that was a great story, I thought, and uh, I never saw that, that girl. We didn't go out again, so oh well. <laughs> but um, anyway, that, that was fun. It was, it was a good weekend. So, uh, but, uh, but yeah, that's what um, – anyway, football season being around the corner, training camp, it gets me fired up, you know, thinking of the old days. I remember my senior year. It was uh, August of 97. That first day – well, that first week we were in no pads. It was just helmet, you know, shorts, uh, and then we, uh, you know, just going through the fundamentals. And the next week we start that Monday morning that in pads, full pads. And I remember when we got our pads, coach says, "You got, you got ten minutes." I'm like, "Son of a," you know, we had to get dressed real quick and get out there. And, and that's how that's how the that's the the jerk he was as the coach, you know, and. Uh, so we get out there in full pads that Monday. Uh, uh, matter of fact, that I can, I'll, I'll give you the date. Uh, that's just how weird I am about dates. But um, that August of 97, it was Monday, August 11th, 1997. And we got in full pads and we're doing Oklahoma drills. And I, I loved Oklahoma drills. So I was the biggest guy on the team. So, I mean, it was just – I'm not bragging, but they, you know, you weren't going to win. So, I remember going up against Ernie Dye, who I – you know, he's, he's a jerk off too. And I remember going up against him, and he got all pissed. He's like, man, why do you got to be so damn big? And I was just like, well, good thing we're on the same team, huh? And I just – you know, people started laughing. And, you know, he's I was right, but he didn't – he didn't see it that way. I was like, and that's why we were destined for failure that season, because nobody gave a shit. And it was, it was just, you know, it's just it was so hot. But I remember just, you know, it's like this, like I loved that stuff because I knew I, I could take everybody because I was the biggest guy on the team. And you know, it was all about technique and seeing the field and seeing how you want to get this guy out of the way and make the tackle. So. I just remember getting out on that grass, and it was just like, okay, here we go. This is it. And I just, you know, I missed that. I missed the, the smell of the grass, freshly cut. You got a little bit of dew, and then it's hot. And you just, you know, let's go. And it was it was fun. I mean, I was, I was good at football. And I know I've talked about this before, but I, I enjoyed playing it. I was good at football. And, you know, I had a chance to play college football, but it wasn't meant to be. So it is what it is. But moving on. Um, it, it was it was awesome. I, I mean, I miss those miss those days. You know, getting down there in the grass and and there was the end of practices. I always enjoyed the end of practices. We'd run sprints and then we'd run maybe a couple, two or three laps. But coach would time us. He's like, okay, this is the last one. Let's hurry it up. So I remember fl freaking flying on that last lap, and I would pass running backs because they were just kind of lollygagging, you know, half-assing it. I'm sitting there. I'm just like, no, I want this shit to end. I want to go home. <laughs> So I'm I'm freaking torching, and I'm turning on the jets, and I'm just like screw this, I'm going home. People will get fired up, like, all right, let's go, Cam, come on, come on, there we go. You know that it just it's motivation, it gets others going. It's like you let it's like oh hey you, 
Mitchell, Smith, you let you let Cam, you let Cameron beat you. Come on, what's wrong with you? You know, and I just that shit fired me up. I was like, yeah, that's right, candy ass. <laughs> no, but um, that's what I miss, man. That's why that's why I love end of summer, first of August, that turning that turning point, turning that corner. We're right there at football season. I'm fired up. Let's do this. And uh, it's also about you know you turn the corner in life because you know what life is short. Make make it happen and make things happen for yourself. No matter what you do out there, if whatever you do, be the best at it. And Donald Trump actually said that too. There's a video out there of a guy that works in a movie theater, and this guy is filling up the popcorn, but he is doing it like a champ, and he is just going so freaking fast. But it looks great. He's very professional about it, but he's just so quick. And I think the caption said, whatever you are in life, be the best at it. It's true. It's true. Kurt Angle, it's damn true. <laughs> Do it. Be the best at it, no matter what it is. Anyway, I thought I thought that was good stuff because it's, it's, it's the truth. But anyway, um, FedEx St. Jude golf tournament coming up in a couple weeks. I talked to a buddy of mine at work. I always get some free gear. I get a hats, you know, some uh, beer huggies, things like that. So uh, I, I said, hey, man, we'll get some hats this year. So, yeah, I'm always uh, – uh, they always take care of me. Uh, so, yeah, the tournament's coming up a couple weeks. I'll try to check that out because we actually got a great view from work because there's the golf course. So, anyway, we'll see what happens. But uh, back to school, we're getting there. we got some good summer back-to-school movies. I'll talk about those next time. Uh, of course, back to school with Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> I mean, you can't beat that one, right? Revenge of the Nerds, great stuff. Uh, but it, again, uh, the captain uh, is working on some changes. I've been in touch with a buddy of mine that knows how to handle this stuff with Apple and Spotify. So look out for that. I, I promise I'm going to do my best I can to figure that out and try to get get become more mainstream, and we'll see what happens. But... Um, what I really need is an assistant, like a secretary. You know, that'd be awesome, but no, nah, that's not going to happen. So, <laughs> but um, I'm just excited. You know, let's, let's, I mean, looking forward to uh, I'm, I'm football season and uh, just uh, new beginnings. You know, anything can happen. You know, it's, it's a new day. It's a beautiful day. Make the best of it. So, um, it's been, uh, it's been, it's been awesome. So it's been an awesome day, and I, I appreciate everybody listening to the Captain Cambino's Cabana. And, uh, you know, you don't know what tomorrow holds. So today holds or tomorrow holds. So make the best of it. And no matter what happens, you know, be yourself and never give up and always do the best you can. So that's all we can do. But I appreciate it. You've been listening to Captain Cambino's Cabana live here. Uh, at the cabana <laughs> I'm going to post this later on YouTube and uh, Instagram so uh, you'll be seeing that still working on the whole live thing we'll figure that out eventually uh, I, didn't, I, I didn't put the webcam on today so I'm not sure what's going to happen with that but I'll, I'll figure that out so like I said a lot of changes coming I promise but had to take a little time off to deal with some things but I am back and uh, it's all going to work out so You've been listening to Captain Cambino's Cabana. It's a beautiful day. Saturday, July 29th, 2023. I'll see you again soon. And uh, God bless you. Do the best you can. Never give up. Permission to come aboard. <laughs>